It's the music of Shekinah, and this one features BT, something called Fixate. It's 6.25 on Harare's Heartbeat. Tell you what, uh, we woke up in the morning, we're ready to do the show as early as we can. Uh, as always, when we start the show, soon after the national anthem, we get into our opening monologue, or our opening conversation, or opening banter, or whatever it is. And guess what? Uh, something technical decided not to work so we're getting behind it but tell you what dennis yeah i think it even changed what i wanted to throw out into the air for this week really what are you throwing out in the air uh, what i'm throwing out in this week this in the air this week is stay focused yeah right uh when when anything throws a jab at you yeah still stay focused you could get hit or anything but stay focused yeah right i know it threw us uh threw us off a bit when we started yeah but tell you what dennis nothing's gonna steal my joy yeah i'm gonna stay focused regardless what about you, Dennis? What are you throwing out into the air this week? Uh, we're just kind of on theme for you as well. But my thing is last week was last week. Uh, this is a brand new opportunity for you to go and just like try something out. And things could have gone wrong uh, over the last two years, three years, right? But you have an opportunity to start over. You know, my mom always used to say, uh, whenever she'd be encouraging me to go and study something, I'd be like, I don't need a degree there, whatever she'd want me to do. And I'd be like, ah... You know, but I'm 25 years old. Like, but it's like, yeah. But what did you do between 22 and 25? You know what I mean? And like, when you look at it in, in that context, like what has happened really in the last two years of your life in terms of progress, very often you'll see that it's very easy for there to have been nothing significant that was happening. Absolutely. So just take that time out to be like, you know what? It's not. It was time lost. It could have been time that was nothing was happening, but I'm going to go out and I'm going to start again. It is our custom that every Monday we want to know what got your attention over the weekend. A lot of major stories, there are a lot of great headlines. But more importantly, the stuff that's out, that was happening in your neighborhood, amongst your friends and everything, that maybe you want us to talk about, throw into the air this week. And also, uh, we got something called Open Line Monday. Dennis, what's Open Line Monday all about? Open Line Monday is where... You get to be our guest on the show. You get to come and have a conversation with us uh, over a long period where we talk about whatever it is that is pressing, uh, but we get your take on it. 0719-100-404. Some local flavor. His name is Toki Vibes. Some fish are saying flow. It's from the Chicken and Chama mixtape. People still do mixtapes? <laughs> It's Kyle Tetua taking us to 6.41 on Capitol Breakfast. This is Umkulum Sebenzi. I see you working, God. You're probably saying that right now. Because he is working. He never stops working, all right? Tell you what, around this time we've got something called Big Deal or Nah. What's Big Deal or Nah all about, Dennis? Uh, Big Deal or Nah is where we decide whether something that's in our press, in our papers, local, international, is actually a big deal or just an attempt to fill up the newspaper. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better for the most part. You know what? It's fine. Let's find out. This is in the Herald this morning. Uh, the headline is um, CRV readies for mass vehicle deregistration. Owners of vehicles that may have remained unlicensed for more than two years must renew their licenses or risk deregistration of their cars once the deregistration notice has been gazetted. Once a vehicle is deregistered, it, illegal, it legally becomes valueless as the owner cannot sell it. Authorities estimate that up to 800,000 vehicles are not up to date with licensing and those in arrears for two or more years will now be targeted for removal from the list of illegal licensed vehicles. To re-register, the owner must pay outstanding arrears and penalties, including insurance, and get clearance from the Zimbabwe Revenue Authority. 
that the vehicle was legally imported into the country. Further, the car must be cleared by the theft squad and the vehicle inspection department uh, before it can be driven on the country's roads. In a statement yesterday, Zimbabwe National Roads Administration, uh, Zenara, said the exercise would give the government an updated record of licensed vehicles. Zenara said the move was in line with provisions of the Vehicle Registrations and Licensing Act, which empowers the registrar to cancel licenses for vehicles with outstanding fees exceeding two years. Big deal? Uh, maybe not so much. Uh, I, I think it's important just for, for keeping track, really, but you can re-register. So, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's a big deal either. Yeah. But come on, just go register your vehicle, man. Yeah, yeah I thought so. Authorities on high alert on cholera. Or on high cholera alert. This is also in the Herald this morning. The government has activated health emergency response mechanism following uh, a cholera outbreak in Sadak region and the recording the recording of two cases in Chegutu. Health authorities have confirmed full recovery from the uh, Chegutu cases. While the outbreak has so far claimed 1,400 lives in the region with 43,000 cases confirmed, Zimbabwe has taken a proactive stance to avert an outbreak in the country. Uh, to date, I, due to human trafficking, uh, high human traffic our borders, uh, on our borders, there is a high risk of importation of cases into the country, especially considering that Zimbabwe is a transit route for most Sadak countries. This is a quote from the Ministry of Health and Child Care as they were alerting uh, the public on the current outbreaks within the southern uh, the Sadak region. Is this a big deal? Uh, no, not so much. Um, we're not seeing any fatalities yet, which is which is which is uh, which is good. I think it's important that people know and be careful. Make sure that you are you know drinking clean water, you're preparing your food well. Uh, but I wouldn't say that this is a big deal. I think this is a big deal, uh, but for a different reason. Uh, yeah. That for we're starting to see ourselves being more proactive when it comes to how we handle such cases. Yeah. Because things like cholera, the difference between one case and a thousand cases, like yeah. it's 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 it's, uh, it's no. Very this small. is my take. This is my take. <laughs> like why why are you why are you getting into my take? It's very it's very minute. Like it's a thin line between one case and yeah. a lot of cases. So it's a big deal that we're taking a proactive approach. I hope we can monitor that, and hopefully, just hopefully, 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 um. We can get on top of that. Also, the ministry advised the public to be on high alert for symptoms of watery diarrhea amongst travelers from Malawi, Mozambique and Zambia and alert their nearest health facilities for treatment. Now, small miners, mild solar power plants. This is in the Herald also this morning. Operators in the small-scale mining industry are considering investing in solar power plants after gold output from the sector fell by 53.2% to 961 kilograms last month compared to the 2053 kgs in the same period last year small-scale miners which produced the bulk of zimbabwe's gold output last year produced about 69 percent of zimbabwe's total 35.3 tons latest statistics from fidelity gold and refiners indicate that zimbabwe's total gold deliveries last month declined by 34 percent to 1.895.9 kgs uh, which is from about 2.867.9 kgs in January last year. Now, Fidelity Gold Refiners, which is also the country's exclusive buyer of yellow metal produce, in Zimbabwe indicated that large-scale producers delivered 
934.9 kgs last month compared to the 814 in January 2022. Is this a big deal? Um, I don't think it's a big deal, but I think it is a massive step in the right direction, right. Uh, which which would be different. I think it, the, the, it, in dealing with our electricity situation, it's either going to be that we're going to use less electricity, we're going to find alternative sources for that electricity. And I think this is what that is. I think as we remove more and more pressure from uh, the grid, we will... In the long term, this will be very beneficial for us because even when the water levels rise or we get to a point where we're producing more, it'll be a surplus because we'll have a, like a, uh, a reduced need for, for power. For me, I think it's a, it's a, it's a big deal. Uh, but the reason why I think it's a big deal, it, it really highlights just the impact of the whole power situation or energy situation in the country and its effects. Because a lot of the times we're just looking at it from an industry standpoint. We're not really looking at it from from uh, the trickle down effect to the guy who, in a in a tisnal minor a gold partner somewhere that it's actually also impacting how they they do business, yeah. which, which is crazy. And they're the biggest producers, which means if nothing happens uh, this year, our gold output could really tank hard. True. So which means it's a true, it's a it's a, it's a it's a big deal in that case but i don't think it's in a big it's a it's a big deal in it's general it's a big deal in general cuz they are considering <laughs> <laughs> ah considerations i actually saw i was reading somewhere that the south africa's projected uh, gdp growth had dropped from like 2.4% to 0.3% and it's almost lo- exclusively attributed to to the power situation yep so in especially in that in that uh, context it's a massive deal this is in the Chronicle this morning. Parents visits to boarding schools banned. Government has immediate with immediate effect banned parents and guardians from visiting learners at boarding school in a move uh, aimed at mitigating the spread of COVID-19. One of the boarding schools, Shungu High in Kwekwe in the Midlands province, which had planned for an annual general meeting and the parents' visit on Saturday, was forced to cancel the meeting, citing latest communication from the parent ministry. In a memo addressed to parents and guardians, acting school head Sister V. Morosi wrote, Following the communication received from the Minister of Education, from the Minister of Primary and Secondary Education on the suspension of visits by parents to schools due to COVID-19 escalation, we therefore postpone the scheduled AGM and visit tomorrow uh, to uh, February 18 until further notice. New arrangements will be communicated. The system, the Minister's Director of Communications and Advocacy, uh, Mr. Taonga Nandoro, confirmed the development. Is this a big deal? I actually would love to ask you first, and I'll tell you why I would want you to tell me first. I wonder about the mental health uh, effects of not seeing your parents for that prolonged period or not seeing your guardians or your family. What was that like for you? Like, can you imagine what that would have been like not seeing them for a full term? Uh, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, but what did, I'm, what, I'm, I'm how, how did the, how do the normal kids feel? Uh, it, it feels terrible. It you, feels terrible. You, there's a sense of normalcy that comes with just... Uh, seeing people from home especially and connecting with that side especially at a time when I went to boarding school where there were no phones you have to write letters or whatever it is yeah. it, it was it was quite useful mm. yeah. I, and like I, I think that for me was the thing that stood out is like oh okay and I was never a boarder and I guess that's also a part of it I can't imagine that so I think this is a big deal from that perspective Net one employee in 24,000 US dollar airtime theft do you want to go into this or this is how we wrap up Big Deal or not? 
Uh, oh, this is how we wrap up the video <laughs> now. <laughs> this is Beyonce XO. You can react to any of these stories on 0719-100404. Get in touch. Oh man, that's a perfect fall from our friend to the show. It comes on at exactly 7.30 from Ozzy Oz every week. Perfect four. He gives you a perfect four and we theme it for the most part. Today, it was the perfect four songs for your Monday. And oh man, what a mix. It's 7.34 on Capital Breakfast. We want to know what got your attention over the weekend. 0719-100-404. What else got your attention over the weekend, Dennis, outside of Shaddai? Outside of Shaddai, wow. Uh, I saw uh, Nyari and them were in Baitbridge celebrating World Radio Day uh, over the weekend as well. Uh, that that celebration looked like fun. I don't know why I didn't get an invite. Uh, you are not a station manager. Oh. That's, that's why, yeah. 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 Yeah, all right. Yeah, so that's uh, what else <laughs> caught my attention this weekend. <laughs> uh, for me, what got my attention over the weekend really was a headline in the Sunday Mail, which I w- want us to, to actually... I want you to tell me if this is a big deal or not. Yeah. And what your take on this is. Uh, the headline is, Emma takes over Harare West Management. Uh, Treasury has disbursed funds to the Environmental Management Agency, Emma, to buy refuse collection trucks and temporarily manage solid waste in Harare following the continued uh, dereliction of uh, duty of city of Harare. The Ministry of Environment, Climate and Tourism and Hospitality Industry is crafting a statutory instrument that will enable Emma to subcontract private players who assist in providing the service to residents during the period. The legal instrument will also be used in the long term to compel local authority to ring fence solid waste revenue from red pairs and ensure that it is used for the intended purpose. Illegal dump sites have mushroomed across the city owing the council's uh, ineptitude. Minister of Local Government and Public Works Communication and Advocacy Director Mr. Gabriel Masora said plans were at an advanced stage to allow Emma to commence solid waste management in the capital. Quote, government has been forced to take drastic measures in Arari due to deterioration of service and plans have been put in place to ensure Emma collects refuse and co- or contracts private companies, uh, close quote, he said. What do you make of this? You know what, I'd really love to, to have Mr. Kangata on the show sometime just to, just to discuss what the overall direction of this is. They're talking about two lorries and a tipper, which is obviously not enough. Right, so what's the growth plan? I think that's going to be interesting. I also thought it was interesting that uh, they were talking about uh, getting private players and sending the bills over to City of Harare to do it. Well, for me, that that was the the, the point of uh, contrition. For yeah, me. yeah. Like, like, how does that process work exactly? Is the procurement process now happening at Emma while the bills are being paid at City of Harare, or what does that mean for you know? Even just procurement processes. Like, are you not going to overpay for this service because you're not the one paying the actual bill? Yep. Um, but it's also not the first time that Emma and City of Harare have had any sort of like sort of issues. I know, like, it must have been 2016-ish. Uh, Emma actually took City of Harare to court over the issue of um, of refuse collection. So, so what I got from this is that uh, definitely we have a refuse collection problem. Yeah. But. 
this, the way we are getting at the solution, I don't think. Because uh, let's ask the question. Wh- why do you think we have a refuse collection problem yeah. in the city council? What is it about the city? Why are they failing uh, to execute their that mandate yeah. uh, or that service? Well, what do you think that is? It's capacity. It's capacity, It's capacity, right? yeah. yeah. They obviously don't have enough cars, ETC. Yeah, exactly. And what, what makes you... Uh, what, it, what enables that capacity? What makes sure that... Uh, it's, it's money, right? Yeah. Who's supposed to pay that money? Well, the, the residents are supposed to pay that money. Okay. And I guess the government can also subsidize that process by buying trucks, which they've done in this case. So the ministry could also buy and and help capacitate, maybe even in the form of a loan to the city council. I I, I think that would be a better way to... Because the idea that Emma takes over, but still the bills are being paid by the city council, it's just more problems. And, you know, Emma's not an institution that's not busy. That's a busy institution. They're dealing with so many things. They're dealing with all the the wetlands in one place, the EIAs for all the different projects that are happening in the country. They man all the borders in the country, making sure that no hazardous substances are coming in. You know, they, they have a big mandate. And I don't know if this is a new division that they are setting up. And like I said, maybe we need to sit down with Mr. Kangata. Or maybe we need to ask you, what do you make of this headline that was in the Sunny Mail that Emma could take over uh, waste management, solid waste management in the capital? Uh, Do you think it will improve our chances of actually having a clean city? Do you think it actually will help? I know how frustrated you are when it comes to refuse collection and the city council. You're complaining left, right and center, especially when you've been paying your bills and everything. Now, we want to know this morning what you make of this headline. Do you think it will help us actually tell you what? It's something we're also throwing out on Open Line Monday. 0719-100-404. Drop us a call now if you can. We'd love to hear from you. And maybe, just maybe, uh, we can have a conversation around that. This is Msaki. It's on his course, Kuja. Utani Pata. Features Sanel Musician. Hopefully, it brings sunshine to your Monday. On a Monday that looks so gloomy and cloudy and grey. I hope you stay focused, alright? Good morning. How are you feeling? It's Chris Brown Fine China taking us to 751 on Capital Breakfast. Dennis is here, and of course, our nearest and dearest Tash is not here. She's still taking care of family business down in South Africa. She's in Joburg, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. What I are we on so, about actually. this morning? Uh, we're talking about a bunch of uh, different things because today is Open Line Monday. Of course. Yes, yeah, so Open Line Monday is where you guys get to be our guests and we're going to be discussing a couple of different issues. Um, one of them is uh, Emma as city of... Ar- well, the government has moved the mandate to remove refuse to Emma from city of Harare. What's your take and what got your attention over the weekend? Hello, good morning. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Who's this who's speaking to and what's your take? My take is that I object objection. Because oh. the, the, that will be an overlapping effect on the part of uh, Emma. Okay. And they are failing to, to, to manage siltation taking place in rivers and dams. And uh, the addition of another problem, it won't work that way. 
I, I, I completely agree. However, I think, well, not completely agree because I don't know if there's an overlap of mandate because Emma is already uh, in charge of doing a lot of waste management uh, and developing those programs. That's the first thing. And the second thing is the city of Harare has failed to sort out the refuse collection. So we are obviously in need of a solution of some kind. The question is, what's the solution? We need to find out why they are failing. Oh, maybe there are some other foreign objects which are interfering with <laughs> <laughs> the city of Harare. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to speak, I object honestly. Oh, okay, but why do, you, why do you think the city of Harare is failing to deliver on the mandate of refuse collection? Uh, we read the news and it's, if only they can stop politicizing this, the management of city of Harare. I'm sure it, if it's left to to run uh, independently, I don't think such problems will happen. So you think but this is a political I, issue or the politicization it, it, of the city council? Politicization and other issues. But and the, I, 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 don't, I don't think it's fair to just say it's the politicization of the city council. This is the same council that's on record saying they lost 194 million US dollars because they couldn't pay for an accounting software. So how can you say that? Um, what I'm trying to say is that it's a combination of several factors. One yeah. of them being uh, one of them being political. No, the major the major one being mismanagement, not politicizing. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> mismanagement. But what is making mismanagement? Also, it, there could be some lots of interference. On no, the do, do, of do you know who's politicizing the city council right now? <laughs> Um, the city council. The city council. <laughs> and you, in this case, you're politicizing this conversation. I'm not politicizing the conversation. On what side are you? Uh, we we don't have a side. We are people who want... <laughs> we, 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 we want, we want, we want refuse to be collected. collected. That's why we pose the question. It, it looks like we're on the side of, uh, of Emma. And I am on the side of the city of Harare. Uh, I, I don't think anyone is on the side of Emma because I, I was on record. I was on record I'm, saying, wait, wait. I was on record saying I'm, earlier that I don't think this is going to work. This is actually should be the mandate of the city council. Yeah. So how can you say I'm on the side of, even if I was? <laughs> I inspect I'm entitled to my opinion, but I'm saying one of the reasons is politicization. Well, no, one of the reasons is mismanagement. <laughs> Mismanagement. I haven't finished. You interrupted me. I haven't finished. And other things is to do with appointees. People are appointed to certain positions to run the show without going through the proper procedures of employment, recruitment, and other things. A lot of things, several sectors are making city of Harare failing. They are failing to deliver. What makes thing, What makes you us think that uh, the the coming in of Emma will make life easier for for the residents? That that would then be a different institution that would be in charge of it. So at least it's it's a, it's a different way. At least because we can't politicize Emma. We can't politicize Emma because <laughs> Emma's. <laughs> another point is where is the money coming from? Um, sit of Emma will look for 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 dumping for for trucks to to collect refuse and they will pass on the the cost to 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 sit of Harare. It doesn't work that way, my dear.
Uh, why doesn't it work that way? <laughs> I'm sure if the, where there's a will, there's a way. What if they 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 negotiate in bed in bad faith? The Emma people. Well, that's <laughs> not a what if. Uh, what if city council if, doesn't change? You what, know, it's a lot of what ifs. What if, what if they overcharge them? You see, I think there are a lot and of what share the proceeds. There, share the, the there are a lot of what ifs that are. That, people are not to be trusted. They, they, yes, but then also city of Harare are people, and what we know for sure is that the refuse isn't being collected right now. <laughs> so how do we... If we if we keep doing what we're doing right now, we're going to have no refuse being collected. So we, I'm not saying that this idea is the best idea, but it's a different idea, meaning it gives us a chance, at least. Ah, uh, you, like I said, there's no right or wrong uh, suggestion, but the bottom line is... No, no, there can't be a bottom line if you say there's no right or wrong answer. Come on, why are you, why are you trying to end the days? <laughs> I said you can't, you can't say bottom line or at the end of the day when you say there's no right or wrong answer. <laughs> um, okay, all right. I, 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 what do you call it? I, I withdraw that statement. <laughs> But but one other thing, you are two and I'm one. Mugundi kuzanira. And 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 I'm not mavume. I'm not muri two manguana. Motora nyaya politicization. I said, don't get me wrong. I said there are several factors bedeviling the, the management. The major one parents. being mismanagement. <laughs> Uh, the major one that's according to you <laughs> it's according to you is mismanagement but to me mismanagement what but what is causing mismanagement look uh what i know is that emma wants to step in that's the conversation at hand thank yeah. you so much for getting in touch we appreciate you okay <laughs> we, we can go on and on until chickens come home to i would have right. mismanaged the conversation <laughs> <laughs>